Welcome back. We are here with episode 19 of the Happy and Whole podcast. I'm Christina, the creative being behind Happy and Whole, which is a journey of self-discovery centered in self-love. Be sure to connect with us on our website, which is happyandwhole.com, and that's H-A-P-P-I-A-N-D-W-H-O-L-E, and follow us on Instagram at Happy and Whole. And of course, you can catch us on all podcasting platforms that's apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and seven other platforms including right here on anchor so in this episode i want to take a step back and just kind of honor the reason why i started this podcast in the beginning and hopefully it's a very similar reason why you decide to listen and subscribe and also tell other folks about your experiences with this podcast. So I sincerely believe that each one of us is uniquely positioned to do and be a value add to this world. And whether or not you choose to walk in that destiny is completely up to you. However, if you decide to discover your purpose and your gifts and spend the time you are given on this earth sharing them with others, then being aware of yourself more deeply is an absolute must. Everything between the moment we are born and the moment we take our last breath is defined as our journey or our journey of self-discovery. So we spend time learning ourselves and how our puzzle pieces kind of fit together in the grand scheme of life. So this podcast is dedicated to the acknowledgement that this journey is unique and complex while also being beautiful. At our core, If we are not mindful of fully loving ourselves along the way, it becomes increasingly more difficult to share our light with others. So today's episode is just a celebration of the core component of this podcast and of our lives, and more simply put, self-love. So let's talk about self-love. Let's talk about what it is. Let's talk about how we express self-love. Let's talk about how to recognize when you're operating from a space of self-love and how to grow closer to being led by self-love. You deserve an abundance of self-love. And without it, I truly believe that the rest of how we exist in the world is just a little bit harder to enjoy. So this segment is called Self-Love Is. And the magical question of the hour is, what is self-love, right? Well, Some people say self-love is self-acceptance and we need to accept who we are, identify the strength in that, and let those strengths guide our growth as people. While others may say self-love is regard for one's own well-being and happiness, or it's like your mission to feel good about who you are, what you do, how you think, how you look, and doing all of that without needing anyone's approval. And for me, I say it's a combination of all three of those things and a little bit of whatever else feels good to you when you think of loving yourself unconditionally. When I think about unconditional self-love, it's an ongoing process to accept yourself, care for yourself, create for yourself, and genuinely be yourself. And being that self means that you are authentically and unapologetically you in every moment. And if you just heard that and you're like, that sounds like a lot, it sounds like a lot because it is a lot. (laughs) And I never take for granted how hard I fight to keep loving myself. Some days are much easier than others because I like myself a lot more some days. And then there are other days when I don't feel like I'm enough, right? 
And so it's just a little bit harder to love on yourself, but not impossible. So I'm sure if you listen to this podcast regularly, that that is something you can relate to. So self-love allows you to kind of step outside of yourself and see the person that you are and the person that you're becoming. It allows you to realize that your perspective is limited and influenced by what you allow yourself to experience. Self-love also requires self-sacrifice and knowing when to say yes and when to say no to remain in alignment with your highest self. I could literally go on for days about what it is, but let's just also be very real and very clear about what self-love is not. Self-love is not what someone tells you it is just to manipulate you for their own good. Self-love is not something that is derived externally. Self-love is not what you've read in a book, seen in a video, or heard in a movie as depicted by someone else's perception of self-love. Self-love is also not self-sabotage. It's not self-destruction. It's not damning to your spirit. And it's not guilt. Self-love is not painful. And self-love is not pride or arrogance. It's not numbing. And self-love is definitely not conditional. Now, I'm giving you the space and permission to kind of define self-love for yourself because your definition really and truly is the only one that matters. So I literally want you to press pause on this episode right now and just take two to five minutes to either sit with your own definition of self-love mentally or physically write it down in your journal or somewhere else that you will see visibly, whether it's on a note on your phone or, you know, wherever you capture things that you can see all the time. And when you are done with that, then I want you to press play again when you're ready. All right, so if you're listening right now, that means you've taken the two to five minutes to just sit with your definition of self-love. If not, actually press pause right now and do the work. Don't just listen to all these good gems and go on about your day without taking some action and putting it to good use. You are set up to gain the most when you actually take action. So if you're ready, this segment is called Self-Love Expressed. And there's a quote that says, make sure your soul is getting as much exercise as your glutes. And simply put, that just means to put in the work of loving yourself just as much you spend time on other areas of your life. Self-love is expressed in a multitude of ways. And quite honestly, it looks very different for everyone day by day. But at the core of it, self-love is being able to tap into where you are right now in this moment and be willing and able to give yourself what you need to feel happy and whole regardless of your circumstances. So I want to share something with you that was extremely helpful in my journey towards self-love. And Emma Jones noted, and she's just an author and someone who writes some awesome articles. You should check her out. She noted that one of the only things to help her get back on track when it comes to loving herself more fully and fruitfully was to create a self-love ritual. It doesn't have to be fancy. Keep it simple. As long as it serves your body, your mind, and your soul well. And to get you thinking, I want to share with you a few things that you can do for your mind, your body, and your soul. And there's actually like an article that she wrote about the 15 ways to practice self-love right now. So I'm actually going to just share those with you and how those things really can embody and enhance your journey of self-love. 
So here are the things you can think about doing when it comes to absorbing yourself in some self-loving for your mind. So the first thing is to write a love letter to yourself. And if you want to up the ante, you can send that love letter to yourself every day for 40 days and send it to yourself in the mail. I promise you the results are insane. Just try it. Even if you only do it for a week and not the full 40 days, you will see how self-love manifests itself through the power of words and expressing your innate feelings of inward gratitude. The next thing I'll share is making a list of 10 things you're grateful for. Gratitude lists are literally so amazing and they completely uplift the human spirit. They immediately put life in perspective and really force you to see your blessings. It works and I make this a daily habit. Before I get out of bed each morning, at the minimum, I try and think about three things that I am grateful for. It's kind of my way of praying and showing honor to the source of my being before I begin my day. And self-love is easily expressed through gratitude because it really forces us to be self-aware and mindful of where we are so we can accept this version of ourselves as we elevate towards the best version of ourselves. The next thing I'll share is to buy yourself a bouquet of flowers. I literally love flowers. <laughs> I'm obsessed with their vibrant colors. They smell good and they just make your house look pretty, right? And I love having them in the house because they're living things. And I'm such an advocate for doing this on the weekly. They're literally $5. You just need to buy a little small set and that's all you need. And those living things in your house just remind you of the love and attention you must give yourself. You must be watered, you must have sunlight, and you must be fed positive words of encouragement to keep growing. And we all need that just as much as those beautiful flowers do. So the next thing I'll share is to reread your favorite book. And if you've ever read a book that literally changed your life because it changed your perspective, then you know that rereading that book can do nothing but elevate how you think, which in turn will elevate how you love on yourself. And you really cannot go wrong with this suggestion. Maybe it's just an article or a song that you love or a podcast episode. Doesn't matter what it is, just put it on repeat. Self-love is an action, which means you must constantly remind yourself of how you are actively loving on yourself. And the last one that I'll share for your mind is to create a vision board of your dreams. Now, if you know me, <laughs> you know that I am a huge advocate of vision boards and manifesting your dreams through them. I could literally go on for an entire episode regarding my experiences with vision boards, but I will leave you with this one tip. Write down your goals and post them somewhere you can see them every single day. You can create a virtual vision board with the layout app on your phone, or you can make it your screensaver. Or you can do like the traditional, you know, phone board, cutting out pictures type of thing, or just put them on post-it notes and put them in your bathroom mirror or hang them in your bedroom. It does not matter which method you use. I just really need you to take action on this because your mind will absorb your daily vision by seeing all of the things that you want for yourself. This is a form of loving yourself that goes without bounds because the person you're becoming is who you're learning to love. So reading, visually seeing that thing every single day will kind of help you absorb in your mind, wow, like this is who I'm becoming. This is the person I am because I'm speaking that into my life. So now let's talk about a few things you can do for your body. 
The first one I'll share is have a pamper sesh and treat yourself to a mani or pedi or a spa experience. So when Emma shares this one, I was like, whoo, I like that. <laughs> I love a good rub down. It relaxes the muscles and it relaxes your mind. This allows you to be fully present in that moment without having the worries of life just laid right on your lap. Self-love requires us to let go of all the things that burden us so we can be more fully present in the moment. The next one she shares for your body is to take a 30-minute walk in nature. I love fresh air. I just feel like it is second to none when it comes to loving on your body. That is literally all I need most days is just the opportunity to breathe some fresh outdoor air, get my limbs moving, because it's also a great way to show gratitude for the mobility of my limbs by just using them. And self-love, I believe, is just really rooted in your connection to all living things. When you take a walk, you're reminded of the effortless flow between human and nature, hence why we call it human nature. There are instincts within us beyond our control that when we tap into them, their natural state really helps us fall more deeply in love with ourselves. So that kind of leads me to the next one that she shares, which is taking a nice, relaxing bubble bath. I'm such a fan of baths. Some people don't like just sitting in still water, but when you put some Epsom salt or like a bath bomb or have some really soothing music playing and you just sit and think, it literally forces you to stop moving and just be in stillness. Not just the water, but within yourself. And it's honestly a little bit crazy how when you actually just sit, you can allow yourself to feel and think and just be completely unbothered and just fully present. And it's one of those moments when you can lock the bathroom door, turn on some good music, like I said, or just sit in silence and soak until your fingers and toes are absolutely wrinkled. And self-love definitely looks like wrinkled fingers and toes because it confirms you just spent more than enough time with yourself and in your own space. The next thing she shares is to try yoga and or an empowering workout. Yoga itself is just based on breath and movement that aligns to that breath. So if you take the time to really get into yoga as a practice, you'll notice incredible differences in how you see yourself and how you interact with the world. It just kind of shows you how to become more aware of your body and how to love yourself from the inside out. I love yoga. I've been practicing it for years and the ways in which I'm able to tap into myself at the drop of a hat because of this practice with breathing and with movement is just incredible. So whether it's yoga or another really empowered type of workout, really highly suggest that you take the time to do it. And the last thing that we will share for your body is to nourish that body with a healthy home-cooked meal. Now, you are listening to someone who enjoys cooking for others, but it's like pulling nails to get me to cook for myself consistently. However, I do think this is a wonderful thing to do to show your body some self-love, simply because you are in control of the ingredients and the portions and that makes you feel amazing. You don't have to guess about, is this too salty? Is this too sweet? You know what's being put into your food. Especially when you can share that meal with others, it's honestly a labor of love. And even if you aren't a fan of cooking, I challenge you to spend just 30 minutes and just whip something up for yourself. If you can read a recipe, then you can cook. And you can cook for yourself. And no matter how it actually tastes, <laughs> your body receives that food 
when it's prepared with love and effort in a completely different way than when you just go to a drive through or go to a restaurant. So really highly encourage you to at least one time this week or sometime very soon to just cook for yourself if it's not a normal practice for you. Okay, so now let's get into a few things you can do for the soul. So the first one she suggests is just creating loving, positive affirmations for yourself. How you speak to yourself is one of the highest signs of self-love. What are the most powerful words in the universe? The ones you use to talk to yourself. I absolutely love that quote because if you aren't practicing positive self-talk through the use of those positive affirmations, then starting with this one step to help activate and prepare your mind for creating a new norm of thinking, those higher thoughts, is one of the best ways to feed your soul. If you are curious about how to figure out what those positive affirmations are, I really encourage you to go back and re-listen to episode six, The Power of Positive Self-Talk, and episode 16, The Power of I Am. So the next thing that I'll share for the soul is to slow down, be present, and mindful. This is honestly one of the hardest things for me to do in terms of slowing down. I don't know if you're like me or maybe you're a little bit different, but my mind is always racing. My fingers are always typing. The ideas are always flowing. But I know that if I don't start my day in stillness, I can't derive intention and purpose with any of my movement. So this is an important thing for me to do, even if just for a moment. So I know if it helps me be more present, then I know it'll help you to also be more present and to be more grateful and just take some deep breaths and feel the space that you're in currently so you can respond to it in ways that serve you and serve others without being reactive to the situation that you're presented with. And this shows that you are doing everything from a place of love at the center. And honestly, what incredible growth have you experienced when you can honestly say that about how you show up? Okay, so the next thing is to make a list of 10 things you love about yourself. This is not vain or anything like that. It honestly feels so good when you do it because it really is like a glaring reminder that you are simply the ish, okay? All the things you love about yourself are exactly what others love about you too. These are the things that you reflect when you walk into a room or have a conversation with someone. And these are also the things that you can return to if you don't feel like you have been yourself lately. And self-love is all about understanding what is so darn lovable about you. And writing these things down and understanding that day by day, this list may grow or shrink is what the journey is all about. Stay connected with this list so you don't skip a beat when it comes to reminding yourself why you deserve to have all the love in the world. All right, the next one may shock you. <laughs> the next one is to unplug for a whole day from tech. I know, putting down your phone is probably the most scary thing in the world right now <laughs> for some of us. Some of you are listening to this and you're like, I do this all the time. I can go for hours. I can leave my phone at home, not think about it. But for many of us, we can't honestly say that we could do this without having a slight panic attack or anxiety attack. So for some of us, it sounds a little insane, but it's so possible. And I know it's possible because there was a time that the world existed and we did not have our phones attached to our hands or our hips. 
So even if you can't commit to a full day, at least going for a half a day or several hours consecutively is something that could really show you what truly matters in your life and how you would spend your time if you weren't attached to your phone or any of your other devices. That includes your little Apple Watch, take it off so it doesn't buzz or anything like that or your Fitbit, but it really does show us how self-love is manifested in spending time with ourselves. And what a better way to do that than being completely unplugged and disengaged from anyone and everything except yourself. So just try it. See what happens. You might honestly be surprised about how much you like spending time with yourself and get in touch with the things that you love to do that represents how much you love yourself. So the last thing that we will share about being connected to your soul is meditation. I am such a huge advocate for meditation. And I believe that if you don't meditate, then how do you know that you honestly know yourself? And if you don't know yourself, how do you know that you love yourself? If you don't love yourself, how do you expect anyone else to love you the way that you deserve to be loved? Meditation is simply spending uninterrupted time with your thoughts and therefore you're spending time with yourself. It's a time that you can spend to just breathe or you can visualize, you can set an intention, you can recite affirmations, you can create like a mental gratitude list. All of these things you can do during meditation. It does not have to look the same every single day. It shouldn't because you don't show up the same way every single day. So how you connect with yourself, how you take a moment and press pause for yourself is going to feel and look different every day. And it's honestly incredible what you're able to do when you just sit in stillness and give yourself the time and space to connect to your source and to yourself. It's a beautiful thing to engage in meditation and one of the ways that you give and show yourself some serious love. So if you're interested in meditation or curious about how to infuse it in your life, I really encourage you to do some research. Or of course, you can reach out to me. You can DM me via our Instagram or send me a message from our website. And let's just have a conversation about how to get started. It honestly is not as difficult of a thing to do as many people think. I even have some things posted on um, my Just Start Small page about meditation, just taking five minutes a day, timing yourself to just breathe. You can really start simply, but this is truly a way that you tap into yourself, which is the best way to show yourself some love. So the last thing that I'll throw out there to engage yourself in some deep self-love is a weekend getaway. Physically putting yourself in a completely different space does wonders for your mind, your body, and your soul. It forces your body to adapt to a different time zone or climate. It reminds your mind that there are other ways to spend time than your usual day-to-day. And it also forces you to spend time with yourself and renew your mind. So if you plan ways to reset your vision and yourself during this trip, then it ensures that your soul is fed because you plan things that feel good to your spirit and it puts you in an elevated mood. I've done this many times before and I know it's worked for others as well. It doesn't take a lot of planning or a big budget. You don't have to go overseas. It can literally just be you driving two hours away from where you live and the purpose is just to help you reset and renew all the areas within yourself that need your love the most. So, With that being shared, 
I have literally given you over 10 to 15 very simple yet effective ways to start showing yourself some self-love today. So I want you to press pause again, just like you did in the last segment. And I want you to think about one or two ideas that you connected with the most. It could be something that you've done before and stopped doing for whatever reason, but you know if you start doing it again, it would be a game changer for you. Or maybe you heard something that you would like to try and hadn't thought about it before, but you're willing to take the risk for self-love. So I'm challenging you to choose just one thing right now that has been shared so far in this segment and that you know will either work for you or something that wasn't even mentioned. And I want you to schedule time for it right now on your calendar this week. Don't wait another minute to schedule time for yourself because as we know, tomorrow is not promised. And the best way you can serve others is by serving and loving yourself more wholly and fully first. So I want you to press pause right now, take that action, and then press play again once you've scheduled some time for yourself. All right, so if you are listening to this next segment, which is called self-love in action, then you've given some thought to your definition of self-love and you've put some self-love time, specialized time on your calendar for this week. So you are on your way to being a self-loving machine. (laughs) So now I'm going to take this challenge to a new level and I hope you're ready. Now I want you to do two things for me. Once you press pause, the first thing you're going to do is actually go back and look at that time that you put on your calendar to love on yourself, whatever that looks like, and figure out how you're going to make that time block reoccurring on your calendar whether it's daily, which I highly encourage, depending on what you chose, right? Or weekly, I wanna make sure that it's something that is very much so present in how you're starting to function because self-love is an action. You have to actually act and do it. Okay, and the second thing I want you to do is to share that self-love action that you put on your calendar with one other person that you know, without a shadow of a doubt, will hold you accountable to loving on yourself more. Make sure they know when you plan to do that thing during your schedule and show yourself some love so they can help you say no to everything else and avoid moving that time slot around unless it is literally a life or death emergency, okay? So go ahead, press pause and do those two things and I'll be right here when you get back. Okay, did you do it? I hope you said yes and that you actually did it and you aren't just pulling my leg. (laughs) So now that we have defined and expressed self-love, let's talk about what self-love in action looks like. So when you're operating from a space of self-love, you have the ability to utterly and completely be in tune with your inner being to the point that it guides all of your decisions, your words and your actions align to how you see your highest self and the way that you interact with and show love to others reflects how deeply you love and care for yourself. You know you're walking and talking in self-love when you can honestly respect other people's decisions even if it doesn't align with your point of view. Or how you react to similar situations from the past is completely different because you're in such a state of inner peace that what used to phase you or throw you off can no longer touch the self-love vortex that you have built. Self-love in action 
is a way of life. It's the moment you know that all the time you spent placing yourself as a priority and working through all of your stuff and coming out on the other end, a better version of yourself, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and physically was all worth it. It's also knowing that the journey is never complete. You keep learning more and growing more day by day. You find new triggers, and instead of reacting as your old self would, you find the lessons in every setback, and you continue the self-work towards that deeper self-love. You know you are embodying self-love when you surround yourself with people who mirror your reflection and your vibe. You don't tolerate others who don't have the same level of self-love in your space. You're thrilled to share more about yourself and your journey with others without fear of envy or jealousy or retaliation because you know what's for you is for you and no one else can take that from you. Self-love is bursting from your veins. So you move different, you think different, you love different, your worldview has expanded and it all starts with you. When you experience this type of a euphoric feeling of deep understanding of yourself and loving yourself from a place of pure peace, you won't be the same and it will have a domino effect in every other area of your life. So you may have just heard everything I said and either snapped or clapped or nodded your head to some of it or all of it, or you may have heard that and be feeling like I shared something that is so unfamiliar to you, but now that you kind of have an understanding of what that can feel like or what it should look like, you really desire to live in that space and you want to be very active in your self-love journey. So if you understand this feeling and you've been there before, then you are definitely on the path towards forward growth. But if you heard that and you were like, "Mm, I, I don't know what that really looks like or feels like, and you're not quite there yet, then the first thing that you have to do is just acknowledge that, right? Be honest, be raw with yourself about how much more you desire to love yourself from a place that you haven't known yet. Have a conversation with your highest self and figure out how you can grow to meet him or her eye to eye. Take a moment and dig deep. This is where the work begins for some and the work continues for others. So this last segment is called Led by Self-Love because I truly believe that self-love is a reflection of how you are paying attention to your intention. How much are you led by the expectations of others and feeling like you have no choice versus being led by what your body, your mind, and your soul needs? I'm not saying that you get to do whatever you want every minute of the day, but making time for yourself in a way that actively promotes self-love is important to your overall well-being. And it's really important to how you live to serve others. So let's do a little recap. You know that you are led by self-love when... One, you can clearly define what self-love is and what it means to you, and not just at a high level, but specifically what it looks like, what it smells like, what it feels like, tastes like, and sounds like in real time, all the time. Two, you are clear about the ways you are going to intentionally schedule time to love on yourself daily, if not weekly. That could look like a reset or a new beginning, no matter what is going on, because we all know life is going to keep happening no matter what. Staying grounded in yourself and what you need is a priority so you can move and make decisions from a place that is authentically you. And three, 
your awareness is heightened about how you engage with the world around you and others in the world. You have a very clear understanding of how your reactions should always be a reflection of how you love yourself. And the journey continues and you navigate that journey from a place of inner peace as you live like you learned your lessons. Okay, (laughs) this episode was really packed with all the things that we needed to hear and some things we didn't necessarily want to hear, but deep down we know were true. And self-love is the ultimate display of the human spirit on fire. When we are so secure and safe and self-assured about who we are and why we are so amazing, nothing can tell us any different. And it's honestly a dangerously beautiful way to live. We've done some work during this episode and we've challenged ourselves to love ourselves more deeply, which is really what we all need. And if we all loved ourselves half as much as we do, spending time on social media or with others, I really believe we'd see a shift in the world. And that would really blow our minds to see how everyone is loving on themselves in ways that it serves the world. Self-love is really deeply personal and no one can do for us what we must embark on and do for ourselves on this journey. And we can't do that alone. I really feel like having support through this community and others who are on the same paths as we are is just invaluable. You do do the work for yourself, but you're not by yourself. So I wanna take this time to say thank you. And I wanna honor you for loving yourself, listening to this message and trusting the process. So as we conclude episode 19, Let us move forward in placing action behind the center thought of today, which is the magic of self-love. And no matter where you are on your journey, you are still on the path. And the one thing I will lovingly say is self-love looks good on you. And you deserve all the self-love in the world that you have to give. Until we meet again.